when Ian Brody was on with Christy DeHaven on the Saturday Live show, I thought, there's more to come from this man. So I gave him a bell and said, would you like to be my MyTunes guest as well? And fortunately, he said yes. Mark Tiley, the nation's station, Manx Radio. To say we are excited about the return of lightning seeds to the Isle of Man is an understatement. Well, you see, 2017, yes, they were here during the TT. Then they were supposed to come back in 2020. But something happened, and we know what that was all about. So we had to wait a couple of years to get them back. But I'm delighted to say they are coming back. July the 31st at the Villa Marina, we will be able to say hello properly to Ian Brody once more. Ian, thank you for coming on my tunes. It's a pleasure. It's good to be here. To say it was a difficult couple of years is an understatement, isn't it? Yeah, I guess it's, you know, quite, yeah, just the fact that everyone's had a difficult couple of years, more or less, I'd say 99% of people, we've all been, you know, in in all different ways affected. So it's really, you know, it's so great to be coming out the other side of it. Although for everyone, problems keep coming hard and fast, but hopefully we're on the outward path, you know what I mean, to back to some normality. Yeah, because, as you say, different problems keep popping up and uh, it's not like we're just, oh, it's all over. No, there's there's other, mm. there's other muck to worry about. I want to talk about um, playing live. Have you missed it? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, it's, uh, you know, on and off. Obviously, I've had times when I, you know, have had gaps and haven't played gigs. But generally, since I was about 16, 17, it's, um, you know, it's been what I've done. And I think, for a lot of musicians, myself included, you know, sometimes, you know, being on stage and just that pureness of thought and the guitar and singing and the songs in a little bubble, I think that's where musicians generally know who they are completely and feel, you know, it's a, it's a funny feeling, but it's, you know, you just absolutely know who you are and what you're doing, fully focused, and it feels like, you know, the thing you're meant to be doing. So yeah. taking that out of someone's life is quite a big deal. Yeah. I know you were working on uh, quite a lot of new material. Uh, certainly, I was catching up on that about a year or so ago. Uh, where are we on that, on the new material front? Yeah, that's probably uh, the first track will be out in June. That You know, I've done a new album. It's completed. It'll probably come out in October, I think. And sometime in June we should be uh so hopefully by the time we play the show there'll be at least one new track out there and because i'm going to say when you when you re- when you release the new material it's nice to sort of test it out with an audience never mind your friends <laughs> get it out there a bit yeah i mean i suppose i do i am aware though that you know people want to hear us playing the songs they know and the hits so i think when you you know when you're first setting out on your career and you do an album you kind of play that whole album when you play a gig <laughs> but i think for us you know we we'll probably have a couple of the new songs in the set two or three but for, for a show like this not that many of them i would think hopefully the ones that are now on radio but mainly the show will be songs everyone you know knows and hopefully loves so it should be should be a good good night for everyone oh they're ready for it they're ready to see you back here uh, let's have your first track of the week what's it going to be Ian? i think for a monday morning i'll go with life during wartime and it's talking heads any particular reason we're drawn to that 
I think it just came out at a time when it's a very exciting time for music. And I was, you know, at that point, probably about 20, 19 years old. And all I was loving all the bands coming out of New York, the Ramones, Talking Heads, Blondie. And I remember, I sort of remember being thrilled and getting the album, traveling back home. And this was always the track that I just loved. Just, it just, um, I'd never really heard a song, you know, singing about. It's such a funny subject to, uh, to be singing about is singing about you know kind of having to disguise himself in new york and be ready for action and it was it's kind of a, a strange song but also just the energy in it's fantastic so it really it just from the first listen to the album it was my standout track and i find that 30 years later when i'm listening to stuff on spotify it i often put it in the lists
We have patiently waited for things to improve for our travelling musicians from overseas to come back to see us. Lightning Seeds were here in 27. They should have been here in 2020. We all know what happened, but they're coming back to the Villa Marina July the 31st. Ian Brody is with me for my tunes. Uh, really looking forward to the gig. You had a good time here in 2017. It was uh, it was a big night for us. Yeah, and it was a lovely sunny day, I think. Well, it was rainy and then it got sunny and then it was uh, a lovely evening and we, you know, we loved playing there, really. It was great. Well, it will be lovely to have you back. Um, a dear, a dear old colleague from a long time ago, John Peel, was very keen on your original Mirrors outfit. And uh, I remember the original Mirrors very well and, and, and a lot of the early stuff. How do you look back on those early bands? Well, you know, it was a, actually original mirrors was was a transitory moment for me. I kind of I moved to London and with a friend of mine, I'd been in a band called Big in Japan, and the drummer who was called Budgie, and we we decided to brave London together without any kind of a plan. So we kind of bought a, a day saver from Liverpool, got on a train, arrived in Euston Station, and then had no idea where to go. <laughs> and sort of wandered around on a sunny day and and then it suddenly struck us well you know what what do we do now we're here you know and then we saw a poster on the wall and it was advertising the clash playing down the road in camden so we walked down to camden unfortunately we bumped into mick jones from the clash actually at this by the stage door and he got us in it was lucky really and in that gig we kind of met people i ended up living in a squat somewhere Budgie ended up in in a band called The Slits and then Susie and the Banshees. And I ended up kind of, you know, doing those original Mirrors songs at that moment. So it was a a bit of an explorative and learning curve for me. So it's probably, I I don't regard it as my finest hour, but it was, you know, a, a fun part of the journey. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But, you know, I was thinking that starting a new band or a new project is, I, I liken it to starting a, a diet with great intentions and and you have great ideas in your head and then things change and then you change and uh, you want to do something else. I guess so. (laughs) You could look at it like that. I'm not sure what kind of diet that was, actually. That was... uh... But, but uh, I'm just trying to categorise it as a diet. <laughs> Probably gluten-free, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great <laughs> intentions, and then you do something else. But in all the various bands and and the developments, you saw, are you stockpiling ideas and thinking, oh, well, that worked, that didn't work? I'm, I'm just how how it develops as a writer. I think you're searching for your voice, really. You you know, you've got all these things that you like, and you you know, for me, I was you know, pretty good at the guitar, didn't feel like I wanted to be at the front. I always felt like I should be, you know, the side man, not the singer. And for me, it was kind of a journey of finding someone who I could work with, who I could really, you know, feel comfortable with, that we were very like-minded. And I think it's very difficult for musicians to try and get the right chemistry in a band. It's quite serendipitous and, you know, it's just a stroke of luck if you end up with the right people. And usually the best bands are kind of people who maybe went to school together or or knew each other early on and all take a journey themselves because I think then everyone's listening to the same music, you know, whether it's in a van traveling to gigs or just growing up and playing your your mates all your records and you kind of have a, a unity, a chemistry that you can't really replicate. 
So it's much harder, I think, later on to find someone. And I think in the end for me, that journey ended with me singing the songs myself, really, which was something I never really intended <laughs> to do. Uh, so I think these were all kind of attempts at trying to get someone else to be the singer, but who, you know, who I felt could express it properly, you know. But it, it ended up as you, and we are delighted. It did, it did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Today's track, please. What's it going to be, Ian? Yeah, I think today I'd love to hear um, Satellite of Love by Lou Reed. And again, I'd love you to tell us why. You know, it's Transformer again was, you know, it was a, it was a time in my life, you know, I suppose Ziggy Stardust, Hunky Dory were, you know, just before punk rock happened. And, that, and I was obsessed with those albums. And then I'd loved the Velvet Underground from when I was a kid. I just, they were a band that I just adored. And then the idea, you know, this album coming out, that was David Bowie and Lou Reed was, you know, intriguing and just, you know, had to hear it really, you know. And when I did, I think there's a few tracks on there. It's such a great album. But Satellite of Love just instantly puts me into a sort of happy haze. And I just, every time I hear it, I'm, I'm gone. You know? Satellite's gone up to the skies. Things like that drive me out of my mind. I watched it for a little while I like to watch things on TV Satellite of love Satellite of love Satellite of love Satellite of Satellite's gone Way up to Mars Soon it'll be filled With park and cars I watched it for a little while I love to watch things on TV Harry, Mark, and John Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday to Thursday With Harry, Mark, and John Satellite's gone up to the skies Things like that drive me out of my mind I watched it for a little I love to watch things on TV
Yesterday in my tunes, I was talking to Ian Brody about getting a band together. And we talked about having people you knew from a, a, an early age, quite possibly, because of the travelling and also keeping your feet on the ground. Ian, is that something that's really important when you're coming up as an artist, that you've got people you trust around you and that you know well and they know you? Actually, I didn't ever realise how important that was until it was far too late, to be honest, you know. And fortunately, I, I, had, I was lucky and, and kind of muddled through. But now, you know, eventually you get to a point in life where, you know, you just work with people who you do trust and who you know, you know, you have each other's best interests at heart. And it can take a long time to reach that point. So I think, um, like we were talking about yesterday, if you are, if there's four or five of you in a band and you've come up together, you know that at least you're a band of brothers and you can trust each other. It's a little bit harder, possibly, when it's, you know, a solo artist or, I mean, I was, even though it's called Lightning Seeds, I was pretty much a solo artist because there was just me. But I called it um, Lightning Seeds in the hope that it would become a band, which it kind of did. I think we probably all look back on our lives, you know, everyone looks back and thinks, wow, how could I be, how could I have done that when I was, you know, 17, 18, that is really stupid. And I have a lot of moments to look on, (laughs) to look back on where I think, wow, you know, that was, that was a bad idea. That wasn't the best choice, but somehow, you know, that's, that's the fun of it all really, isn't it? And and I think the journey that you take, especially in music, you do, you come across, you know, you get to see the wider world and you come across people you might never have come across. And it is a brilliant thing when you're on tour and you're in other countries. It's not like going there on a holiday because you're experiencing working there with people. It's a different sort of dynamic altogether. Mm. And I consider myself really fortunate to have to have been able to experience that. Single-handedly, you were responsible, and I lay this at your desk, at your feet, for telling people what was on the England football shirts. Because I don't think people really knew that there were three lions on the shirt. Some people did, but a lot of people didn't. What a thing to come up with, and what a song that has gone into the consciousness of a nation. Yeah, no, absolutely. It is quite strange that people... Looking back, you know, we never really were that aware of the three lions. And I have to credit uh, Frank and David for coming up with that line, to be honest. They came up with that. It was them who noticed that line. So, you know, it is, it's, it's, you know, it's quite, it's quite odd that, that it wasn't already ingrained in everyone's memory. The two, the two things I remember from the song was people saying, what are the three lions? when yeah. it first came out, and also whose jewels remain. Yes, I was going to say, because we knew the trophy, but a lot of people didn't know it was a jewels remain trophy. So mm. there it is. Not just once, but twice at number one. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I think it might be three times, actually. Oh, wow. But, uh, you know, it's been a, an amazing thing, obviously unanticipated, but I'm so thrilled at what's happened with Three Lions, really. It's, you know, it's brilliant. Well, there's never been a better football song and there probably never will be i think it's just awesome uh let's have Thank today's you. choice of uh tune what have we got today in i think there's a track called the boss by james brown um there's certain songs that it's just an emotional song you know there's it, you don't listen to the lyric that much you know it, you just comes on and you just move it's just such a fantastic groove and i think james brown you know was the first person to really just you know know how to get a groove that would last forever and uh, I love this track I think it's just it's the feel of it and the way they've played it it's just unbelievable One, two, 
All this week on MyTunes, we are really heralding, <laughs> trumpeting the return of Lightning Seeds to the Isle of Man. A long-awaited return, but it's happening. I'll give you the date now and later, Sunday, July the 31st. And it's going to be in the Villa Marina. I want to spend a bit of time with Ian, Ian Brody today talking about the Beatles. Because I, I make no secret, I know you've chosen the Beatles track. Just how influential across all everywhere were or still are the Beatles yeah I think obviously there the Beatles are there's there's the way they fit into the culture of you know Liverpool England Britain and the world you know they're they're some they're a worldwide phenomenon you know you read about hysteria with Frank Sinatra and Elvis and I'm sure you know but the Beatles 
all this time, I don't know what it is, 70 years, 60 years, and it's still, you know, the films and the footage and releasing things, and it still feels like an active, you know, it doesn't just feel like nostalgia. It feels like nostalgic, but also present, which I don't know if there's anything, any other than classical music, I don't, you know, a Beethoven or someone. Mm. I don't think there's ever really been anything that has equaled. When we talk about the Beatles, for me, I'm always amazed at the diversity of the writing. I mean, it almost seems like impossible. I know George had his incredible songs in the mix as well and added so much to them but when you look at Lennon McCartney's output it was just bonkers there were so many different songs I I agree with you entirely and and I think that's true of the writing but it's also true of the singing you know to have these four fellas from Liverpool and suddenly they've all got you know world-class voices John Lennon Paul McCartney, you know, and George, you know, they've they've got voices that they could be the singer in any any band, couldn't they? And, yeah. and be renowned, you know, they, you know, whether whether it's a Mick Jagger, or, you know, there's three of them in the group, and not only are they all amazing singers, but they're all amazing songwriters, you know. And sometimes it's like the song that we're going to listen to in my life. I don't know how old he was when he wrote it, but he must have been in his early twenties, and. It, I think it's incredible. You know, it's like something you would expect from a, you know, Rodgers and Hammerstein or or something. You know, it, it's just it's just an incredible song to write at that point. Before we play that, I just want to talk about your new material. You've already teased us. We might get to hear one or two of the new numbers on July the thirty first here on the Isle of Man. Just go through the album release date for me again, Ian. I'm not sure of the exact date, but I think the album is due to be released in October and we're planning to do two tracks before that because it's such a long time since I've released anything, really. It's, you know, well over 10 years, 15 years. I don't know quite how long it is. Yeah. And certainly a Lightning Seeds album in earnest. And I'm thrilled with the album, really, because it's it sort of sounds like the Lightning Seeds, really. But it's quite a tricky thing to try and, you know, write the songs that you feel will be appropriate because it kind of has to be the same but different and different but the same you yeah. know and I, and I think you know it's tricky but I am really I feel like these are quite emotional songs but they still have a positive kind of thread running through them that perhaps I haven't been able to recapture for a long time so I can't wait for people to hear it no we can't wait to get hold of it over here the album's actually called see you in the stars see you in the stars Oh, lovely. Okay, let's have this final track. Um, Ian, it's been brilliant. I'll let you introduce it. Okay, this is a song called In My Life by The Beatles. Ian, it's been great to catch up. Thank you. Take care and thank you so much. Lovely chatting.
great week on my tunes thanks for joining us uh, me mark tyler and ian brody uh, the lightning seeds main man they will be here 31st of july in the villa marina we've waited a while but they're coming and uh, a few tickets still available as i say i'm mark tyler keep coming back here to maxradio.com for loads more podcasts popping up every day and join me if you can monday to friday for the shore morning show 9 30 to 12